live from Austin, Texas. Welcome to Tate Talks, the podcast where successful business owners go for the latest ideas on sales, marketing, hiring, and success. Get ready. Here is your host, Chris Tate. All right, welcome to the podcast. Uh, special guest today, the first guest of all time. He is was the national sales director for one of the biggest fitness brands in the world, a public speaker, master sales and operations coach, Orange Theory Fitness franchisee, Mr. Razzle Dazzle, Mr. Enthusiasm, Manny Sierra. Welcome to the show. Hey, CT. Great to be here, man. I didn't even know I had the honor of being your first. This is amazing. You're the first, maybe the best. I don't know. Like, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Well, let, um, well, you know, well, you know, CT, if you're going to go in, you got to go in big, right? I mean, you've got to go in with a bang. Start off with the biggest guest first. Why not? <laughs> well, listen, man, thanks for so, having me. Excited to be here, brother. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. Um, you know, for those that you know, aren't familiar with you, kind of give us a little rundown. Who are you? Oh boy. How, how long do we have for this podcast, my friend? Not that long, but <laughs> brief so, overview. Uh, well, look, I, I'll keep it short and very, very, very sweet. Cause I think it's kind of a sweet story, but a, it's a true story. So my first introduction to the business and to the industry was a personal trainer. I was a personal trainer at uh, my local uh, LA fitness. And I was with um, this company called Body of Change many, many, many years ago. And, you know, that's when this kind of love affair started with fitness. I've always been into fitness and I've always been into, you know, that side of, of the, of the equation. I wanted to be a part of the solution, not the problem. So I knew fitness was for me. So fast forward a few years, uh, a lot of trial and error, but I found myself as a GM of a big private label gym. Uh, 30,000 square feet. I had all the departments and I did my job. I did my job well. But then I noticed around the corner, there was this new fitness thing coming. There was a, it had orange lights in there and I drove by a couple of times. People were in there. I was like, what is this thing? So doing my due diligence, like every other operator does, I drove by, did some homework and lo and behold, Orange Theory Fitness number eight out of the whole system was opening up around the corner from my gym. So I did a little more homework. I asked around, found out a friend of mine was coaching and you know what? I knew there was something there. You just feel some, you just feel it, Chris, right? Just sometimes you just feel it. And I felt this, Mm -hmm. I felt it. I walked in, I interviewed on Monday, interviewed on Tuesday, got hired on Wednesday and January 1st of 2012, I took over operations as a studio manager of number zero 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 eight in Orange Theory Fitness. And wow. I will just give you a little bit of insight because how do I get to here as a franchisee? It's kind of cool too. So I did work my way through being a studio manager, earned my stripes day to day, night to night. I dreamt in Orange. I mean, this was my thing. And there was a moment, Chris, that I had to make a decision and not too many people know this. Uh, so I actually resigned from Orange Theory Fitness down there in the Westin studio, I resigned. Um, And I think maybe some of your viewers can relate to this, but 
Well, let me ask you, Chris, have you ever seen a ceiling when you look up? A ceiling? I, I'm seeing it right now, man. Yeah. I'm seeing it right now, yeah. but that's not the one you're talking about. The, no, it, it's not that one. Uh, it's the glass ceiling. It's the ceiling that you know is there, but you just can't, can't quite touch. And I knew my ceiling was there, and I resigned from a studio manager. And, uh, you know, the funny story is, has Chris, have you ever heard of what it looks like or sound like for an audible gulp? Do you know what that means? An audible gulp. Like a room? Like that? Yeah, just like that. Room? So yep. when right. I told my franchisee, hey, I'm leaving, I heard one. So, because I think okay. she knew, like, man, you know, this guy, and I tried everything. I tried to buy in. I tried to do, you know, get, I want to stay, but there was no doing. So I saw my ceiling, I resigned. And then I got the phone call that changed the next five, six, seven, eight years of my life, my career, and my, my everything. And I got a call from uh, the CEO, uh, Dave, and he said, hey, Manny, look, before you go, come on in. Let's talk about a few things. I have some ideas I want to talk to you about, but before we let great people go, we need to find out if there's something else we can do. And, and Chris, guess what? He did have an idea. So from there, I took over operations for Fort Lauderdale. I moved my life to Orlando to open up another 35 studios as an area developer all along knowing that three years later, I did want to find a way to come back home and home I did. And they opened their doors and let me walk in as the director of sales for the brand. And okay. I got to tell you one more, one more thing. I kind of felt another, another ceiling. And when I felt the other ceiling, I just knew that, Hey, you know what? Maybe this corporate track is not for me. And the moon's aligned, the stars aligned, all that, you know, everything came in focus. And I had the yeah. opportunity to come in as a partner to become my very own franchisee, multi-unit franchisee right here in South Florida, where it all began. So that's my Let's story. Go. That's awesome, man. You know, and I've, I've known you for a while, probably a little over, what, 10 years now. Uh, so I know there, there, there's a lot more to that story, which uh, I'm going to try to unpack in, in bits and pieces here. But I have a question for you, man. Has anyone ever told you that you're very quantum? You know what? Uh, no, that's a new one. Okay. And I like where this is going. Okay. You're, you're what I call a quantum citizen, and I'm going to tell you what that means, Okay. So uh, lately I've been studying about uh, quantum physics, but more so the quantum physics on the side of the law of attraction, uh, which basically says that, you know, everything is made up of the same thing, these particles, right? And they all have these vibrations and waves. And some are more vibrant than others. So when I think about you and they say to people, oh, this, this guy has a lot of energy. Well, I think well, he's just very quantum. So he's putting out these waves and attracting things, right? So, you know, you got a, a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of personality. You're just very quantum, bro. Like you attract things to come to you, uh, which I feel like got you through this journey and to where you are now. But um, where do you get that from, man? Like, how do you, how do you become, like, you just wake up and you're just like ready to get out of bed and you're just like a, like a delusional optimist kind of person. Like, like what's the deal here? How do I be like you, man? <laughs> well, listen, man, uh, I got to tell you, I might not have the best answer, but I have an answer. 
and the glass is and forever will be half full. You're right. It could be delusional sometimes, yes, but there's something else to it. And there's the power of positivity. And I don't, honestly, I don't know where it came from, but I just can't fake it. It comes from somewhere inside. I don't know if I have a, if I have a factory somewhere that I just, I got to maybe tap and maybe start selling some of the juice. I don't know. But I just, what I do know is that I choose every single morning, every single day and every single night, my choice is to have a great attitude. And one of my favorite books was, uh, was Fish. And I read the book, it's kind of a short read, but ultimately that's the lesson. It's, we all have a choice. When you wake up, when you wake up tomorrow morning, you can choose to drive energy, have excitement and share it, or you can choose not to. Absolutely. And I really think that's what it boils down to. So if you ask me what the secret sauce is, the secret sauce is choice. Awesome, man. I love that. I love that. And I've been trying to get on that wave. I've listened to this guy named uh, Charlie Rocket. He talks about like little winning streaks throughout your day. I don't know if you've heard this guy. He's a lot like Jesse Eitler, uh, who spoke oh, cool. at the last convention. Yeah. Uh, but he talks about winning streaks. So when you get that first parking spot in the parking, like in the, in the parking structure, winning streak. You know, when you get a coffee for $2.40, all this goodness for $2.40? You kidding me? Winning streak, right? So I love your attitude, man. Uh, and I feel like that's probably a big contributor into what got you to where you are now. Um, but on the other side of that, tell me about some hardships along this, along this journey of yours, uh, where there is ever a time where you were just like, oh man, like I'm, I'm, I'm down. I don't know if there's any way out of this. I mean, was there ever a time like that for you? Well, there was a couple of, look, it's not always an, uh, a, a hill, right? There's some valleys. And, and I think we've all been there. You know, some of the valleys I can think of off the top of my head is like, you know what, it was that moment where I did pour myself into someone else's business, because I felt like it was my own. You know, another thing for some of your viewers, and I hope this kind of rings a bell for some of them as well, is there's a term I keep using for my own teams, as I build and develop the people around me, because I just, I just, and love it, helping people get better, is yep. uh, two letters, <clears throat> just two. It's O dot M dot. It's O-M, mm. and that stands for ownership mentality. Now, I've had the privilege, and I've had the, just the, like you said, is just, I attracted an opportunity, and I'm so grateful that I did, but I've turned ownership mentality into ownership reality. That was my decision, Ooh. my choice. And you know what? Here Ooh. I am. But it started with ownership mentality. So before you can realize anything, you have to visualize it. Visualize something. You want something. Right. Get it here first and watch the magic happen. You mentioned law of attraction. Right. Big fan. Huge fan. Vision board and, right. and energy. And, and I, I, am, I am all about that. But people forget about the, the most simplistic aspect of of the law of attraction is you have it here first, then you get it out here. Awesome. So, so one that. of the values that comes to mind is that moment. The moment when I looked at my franchisee's eyes and I said, I am resigning from your business. What I didn't say is because you're not letting me fly. Wow. 
Now, when you resigned, I was thinking it, but I was feeling it because I felt I was restricted, and that that was a low point because I didn't I didn't have the next step. But you know what? Yep. Things happen for a reason. I was just gonna ask you: Did you have that that next step kind of teed up, or did you just know that like, hey, I can't fly? Like, let me resign, and I know that just based on my skills and abilities, that that next step will come, and it's gonna be bigger. So. Truth be told, I had something like I, I'm not, you know, okay. I'm, I'm crazy. I'm not more stupid. calculated than that. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I'm, I'm a, little, a little out there, but I'm not stupid. So, yes, I had the next sure. step already. I already said um, I had a great opportunity with uh, with a great company, you know, 24 hour fitness down the street. They uh, we had a great interview and I was lined up to take over one of those clubs down there. One of the big one of the big deal clubs. But yeah. I knew my heart wasn't there, but I had a, you know. I had that safety net, if you will, but I knew there was something else out there. And sure enough, my phone rang. It came true. So, you know, you, you, you got this, you know, optimism about you, right. Um, and it, and it's getting you and your learning skills along the way. Um, but obviously you gotta, you gotta learn some things, right? Like you're a younger guy at that point, like what, this is 10 years ago more. Right. Um, so who were some influential people along the way that added to your skill set that helped you along in this journey? Yeah, I would, I would be remiss if I didn't say a name. And uh, the name is uh, Phil Kaplan. Phil Kaplan was mm-hmm. one of the owners of the private label gym I referred to earlier. And let me tell you, I never really knew what a mentor was until I met him. And this guy was just so warm and just so smart and just really like a surgeon out there in the fitness business. Like he can, he can sell membership, but not even sell it. And I, I love that about it. And that's how I cater. That's how I coach my training skills and, and training events. And I cater to around, don't sell anything. Stop selling, start solving. If right. we start solving problems, sales happen. Right. The right. find the need, fill the need. It really is. When you boil it down, it just gets really kind of simplistic in a way. But Phil Kaplan was was one of my first mentors. And then, you know, if I had to pick another one, you know, I would uh, I would also be remiss if I didn't mention uh, Paul, uh, Paul Ryder, who's our senior vice president of operations at Orange Theory Fitness. Very good friend of mine. And when when Paul speaks, you listen. And when Paul took me under his wing and kind of coached me on how to work with, you know, in the corporate environment, right? Because I came from the field. I was, you know, I was guns blazing. I was (laughs) the field guy. You know, I had been there, done that. I had the experience. But Paul's the one that took me under his wing and said, you know what, Manny? Here's how it works in here. And I don't know if I'd be here today without him. That's awesome, man. Awesome. Two very good people. I know them myself. Uh, Amazing people that, you know, that's great. Um, give me one skill. I mean, we talked about optimism a lot, right? But what's one skill that you have that got you to where you're at? One skill. Mm-hmm. Coaching. Okay. Coaching. Tell me about that. I think coaching is a skill. I think anybody could be a coach, but not everybody wins championships. And, Ooh, okay. and if you're going to be a coach, you want to win the game. And I think the skill that I have that, you know, I've been able to cultivate over many years of experience and I'm here now is coaching. I love to coach and I'm passionate about it. 
I'd love to see an opportunity and dive right in. And I don't have to schedule a coaching session. We're always coaching. We're always coaching. There's coaching moments every day. And I'm just really, really good at taking advantage of them when they come up. So if you're asking you, if you're asking me, I'm telling you, I think it's coaching. Coaching. Awesome. So what is, you know, I'm going to move into some like, you know, thought questions here. Uh, what's one superpower that you wish you had that you could apply to like your everyday life? Yeah. The superpower I'd like to have is like, you know how Superman can look in and like has x-ray vision, by the way, Superman, yep. best superhero of all time. Please, all your listeners, don't yeah. argue. Don't argue. Don't Chris, don't argue. Uh, but no matter how you cut it, Superman can kick anybody's ass because he can. Okay. But uh, okay. you know how we can see like x-ray vision, right? Yep. I, if I had a superpower, I wish I can see in, I can see what motivates people. Mm. I wish I can okay. see x-ray type like if I can see someone and really get the honest and true answer, what is driving this person? That would make me, that would, that's what I want. That's what I'd love to have. Because you know what? If I have that, if I had that superhero skill, I would never lose a game again. Wow. How do you go about doing that now? How do you find people's motivation now? I ask. You know, I, I ask, and I think that's also a lost art. I think people just assume it's the it's it's money, right? And that's a that's a poor yeah. assumption. That is a poor poor assumption. And I have a lot of examples to share with you guys. Uh, and I don't know how much time we have, but I can tell you right now, money is not the motivation. It's what they're going to do with the money is the real motivation. And I've learned that time and time mm. again. So if someone says, "Yeah, I want to make more money," ask them why. Because eh, I just want more money. Hmm. Okay, why? I don't know, because I just want more money. Okay, why? I, I want to just feel like more dependent. All right, we're cooking now. Why do you want to feel independent? Right. Well, because you know what? You know, I might have I might have grown up with some, I didn't have this when I was a child and I want to be independent. I want to be able to provide for my kid and got it. Your, your child, independent. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. And when you find someone's true motivation, the, right. the whole game changes and you become a, that much more impactful coach for them because now you know why they're listening to you. Absolutely, man. I can't even tell you how many times when I first started, right? Like I would put out like these, these bounties, right? Like, all right, we get our sales goal. We're going to get thousand dollars. We're going to split it up. You know what I mean? And what I realized later on is money is a tool, right? To get you to your eventual goal. Like the goal shouldn't be money. It's, money is the, the vehicle to get you to that goal. So well said, man. I feel like there's been a lot of good nuggets. I'm going to like, I don't know if you listen to Bradley, but I'm going to have to drop a bomb on some of these, uh, these golden nuggets in here, man. That's awesome. Drop them, the brother. Drop them, brother. Um, what's something that people find out about you three months after meeting you that they don't know when they first meet you? Good one. Mm. Uh, three months later, you know what? I think maybe three months later, they realize I'm not full of shit. Okay. How about that? Can, can I use vulgarity on your podcast, Chris? Absolutely. You, you yeah. beep it out later. But you know what? Yeah. So I come in pretty hot, right? Like, you know, I just took over yeah. my, my, uh, my, my five studios 
And yep. the cool thing is that they heard of me because of my position before, but I came in, man. I, you know, I didn't come, I didn't come in guns blazing because my strategy is I listen first and then I act. I, I listen, sure. I, I create a plan, I strategize, and then I start talking, right? But I think right. in the very beginning, people don't know that. People don't know, people just heard of me, they don't know me. And I think 90 days right. into it, they start realizing like, oh man, like, okay, this, this guy is for real. Like, we have our scheduled calls on Mondays with Manny. We have our leadership meetings on Tuesdays. I, I get my goals delivered to me daily. Um, like, whoa, like, where'd this... We're, we're getting organized. We're getting efficient. We're getting productive. Like, okay, right. this guy might know what he's talking about. It's awesome, man. Well, I think it's like execution on the vision, right? Like your vision is so big and so out there that it's like people that may think that you're full of shit are people that just are self-doubters, right? So they're like, oh, that's, that's too big of a dream. But then when they see like, oh, the Mondays with Fanny, this goal is coming at me daily. Like, oh, it's execution, right? So like, that's where I feel like people, they have a lot of dreams and goals, but they never execute on those. So they have that self-doubt. So when they see someone like you, they're like, mm, I don't know. And then three months down the road, it's like, whoa, this is how we do it. So props, man. Props. There's a good song. There's that. a good song about that. What's that? that song? Let's hear this it. is how we do it. You know that one, man. Come on. Bum, 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 we're, we're, we're 90s, 90s guys. This is Let's how go. we do it. Another thing, uh, you know what my secret weapon is? If, if my superhero strength is visualizing people's motivations, you know what my secret, mm -hmm. my secret weapon is as a superhero? What's that? Music. I, mm. I spent a few dollars on a boombox, man, and my JBL, it goes <laughs> everywhere with me. And I sometimes walk in the studio blasting, you know, something, right? Maybe there's some theme music, right? Maybe, you know, if we, yeah. I have a, a competition going on right now. It's like if we have, uh, you know, I'll just tell you, we have something going on right now. My studio is called, uh, it's called Mission Possible. Not mm, impossible, like it's that. Mission Possible. And I won't tell you the details about it because it's, it's, it's a secret. It's a secret mission. Yep. But yep. guess what song I walk into on my studios blasting? Yeah, and like it just it. it just adds some flavors, put some energy behind it, and gets the people kind of kind of get people riled up, man, in a really good way. That's so true. Like I've always felt like, um, you know, whenever I came out with like goals or I wanted to like start making calls in the studio or like even in the lobby, like music is such a game changer to vibes, man. Like people get in the mode or they get like amped with music around. Like it's crazy how that like has an effect on people. Um, side note, you know, I might edit this out later, but that song that I was thinking about earlier was how you got 12 car garage and you only got six cars. <laughs> how you get a 12 car garage, but you only got six cars. <laughs> yes. Love that song. Love, Love it. it. Love it, man. Hey, CT, side note, man, I, I got to start cutting this. Uh, I mean, look, we can always add more later, man, but I'm going to have to run here yep. in about a minute or two. But we can always add later, man. No I, I'm coming back at 4 o'clock today. I'll be back in my okay. office at 4 o'clock if you want to just wrap it up a little bit later. All right. What You have like two minutes? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, topic that uh, has come up in the news lately, Taco Bell is paying their employees or sorry, their managers a hundred grand uh, as a new test, man. What are, your, what are your thoughts on that? Who was that? I saw that. 
Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Uh, Taco Bell paying their managers a hundred grand a year to start. Yep. Well, I think it like quick reaction, quick gut reaction is I think they just fixed their retention problem. Uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, look, if you have, mm -hmm. if you put the numbers to it, how much does it cost to replace a rock star? Like, how do you replace yep. someone who's producing for you? There's, I mean, you can look at the data, right? I mean, it's just, it's more than a hundred grand. So as far as yeah. I'm concerned, Taco Bell might be onto something. Like, okay, if we over, I'm not saying overpay, but I'm saying if we really lean in with our leadership pay scale, what mm -hmm. other, what else can our leadership ask for? Let's take care of them. Let's get their benefits handled. Let's get their stock options handled. I mean, you are just, you're just building an army of loyalty. Right. hundred percent. So that, that's my quick, my, my quick reaction is I, I, I really like it. I mean, I really like the approach. Yeah. I think, um, you know, the cost of a bad hire, they say at a management level is about 10 times the yearly salary. So if Taco Bell manager was making about 40, 40 grand, dude, like, you know, they're saving a lot of money down the road by doing this. And like you said, retention with customers, retention with employees, it's all there. I think this is the right move. So does that mean that you're going to start paying all your managers a hundred grand? Not tomorrow. Not tomorrow, but, but you know what? Okay. One of the things that I did do when I first walked in was I did a complete review of compensation plans because, you know, yep. if, if someone, if someone is not where they need to be, you, you make it right. You make it right. And yep. that's a great step as a new owner coming in that also tells people that, Hey, this guy's, this guy's for real. So, and it, you know, truth, you know, proof is in the pudding. Can't make this up. Uh, a couple of days ago, I had a group training with all of my sales associates in the front desk specialists or front desk operations. And I got everybody in a room and guess what I did? I actually upped the, the entire commission program starting January 1st. So I, I get it. I mean, we got to find ways to reward our teams, the ones who are performing and build that culture of production, right? So let's get away cool. from job and into career. You know, there's jobs True. out there. You did jobs, and this is nothing, nothing wrong with jobs. But the moment you can flip that perspective from, hey, I'm here for a job versus, oh, there's a career here. Now you're, now you're, now you're onto something. Now you're really onto something. And 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 kudos to Taco Bell, because uh, they have the means, they have the resources to do that, something like that. And maybe we're not too far behind. That's awesome, man. Last question. I know you got to run. Um, what is next for fitness? What's, what's the next evolution here? We saw group training. We're seeing some at home stuff by 2030. What will you think has happened in fitness? Uh, you mean 30 years from now? You said 20, 30 um, years from now? No, in 2030. So like let's oh, 2030. 10 years now. Okay. So, so in 10 years, uh, yep. good question, man. I would say that, uh, this, you know, what we did in Orange Theory is not going anywhere. Uh, so technology yeah. and fitness is not going away. I think that, uh, you know, once things get um, to the next level, I think people will be able to, you know, 
you know, finding out how else we can track performance. I think that's the next big step. So right now we can slap a heart rate monitor on our arm and go, go about our day and now we're getting tracked. But I wonder, you know, if there's something else down the road that can happen, maybe there's going to be a, um, maybe there's a, 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 maybe there's an app that just does it on its own. Maybe there's a, maybe there's a, a breakthrough about, you know, how to track performance and heart rate and how to track, you know, maybe what we're tracking changes. Maybe it's not even heart rate. Maybe it's brain waves. Wow. Maybe we could figure out Whoa. maybe the right brain wave triggers, a, a, elicits a response in the body that, you know, that creates a, you know, a, a response. Maybe we get healthier if we think awesome. better. So maybe we're starting, maybe yep. we track something differently in 10 years. Maybe it's not heart rate anymore. Awesome, man. Awesome. Always insightful, man. I appreciate you on the podcast, man. Thanks for taking the time. Where can people find you, man? Oh, thanks, man. And by the way, uh, Mr. Chris Tate, uh, CT, uh, love the podcast, man. Thanks for having me on board. Uh, I really enjoyed my time here with you. Uh, if anybody wants to hear more of this or more of me, please trust me. It's worth a few minutes here and there. Uh, and I'm just building, I'm just getting started in 2020. So uh, www.mannysierra.com. My fun acronym is CEO, Chief Energy Officer. And you can also find me at, at Manny Sierra on Instagram, uh, Manny Orange Theory on Facebook. And uh, hey, man, shoot me a line. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Awesome, brother. Awesome. Well, thanks again, man. And uh, dude, we might have to do a second appearance with you on the podcast. You might have to come in like late season one again and, and do a and drop in again. All based on feedback, CT. So if, you're, if your listeners like me, they want to hear more about this, I'd love to come back in, man. So uh, it's, all up to, 